In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Women have a, a gland that we men don't have called the security gland. And that will flare up if certain things happen or do not happen. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, where we interview specialists in the realm of manhood. Each of our guests is an expert in their chosen field or cause as it relates to men. Our conviction is for you to become your best by calling you in to the arena of manhood, calling you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and calling you up to your absolute best version of you. Because when you get it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we, we salute, salute you. you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos. Here with our producer and co-host, my good friend Dale Culver. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. You like that? Well, yes. Hey, you got a man law for me today? I do. Uh, this is something I'm working on. When your wife is speaking and you're you're having a conversation, it's good to put the phone down and look her in the face and actively respond to her in an appropriate manner. Yeah. I get in trouble a lot. Um, my wife will start talking to me about something, and I'm listening. I'm like, oh, yeah. So a lot of times what I do is I start investigating that, which she's talking to me about on my phone and then she's like stop put it down look at me in the face uh, okay well I, i'm looking at something that see has you to do that this. with me too yeah and it, it's and it, i'm it, like it, i'm on board people do don't this. the problem with your phone is people don't know what you're doing yeah and so it it's like it, it comes down. across rude and dishonoring to be mm -hmm. honest with you i'm just yeah. telling you and so and i know for my wife at least too is like she can be talking but i may be listening but she wants to know do you hear me Right. Are you, I know, I see you listening, but do you really hear me? And sometimes I'll say, honey, I'm listening to you and I hear you, but I disagree with you. <laughs> so <laughs> I can listen to you. I can hear you. I still have the prerogative to not agree with you, even though I am listening and I'm hearing. So, but it's really important for us as men that part of honoring our wives, right, is to tell them that our phone is not more important than them to put the phone down. Because I think sometimes our phone can be more important than our, our wife. And I think our wives, if I'm really honest here, Dale, I think our wives have a bigger problem with this than the men. Yeah, I think the wives yeah. are, are more engaged in social media, and I think that, that for them, I think it's a problem. Now, they, now, the thing about a woman is she can do social media, she can be uh, you know grooming the, the pets and listening to you while cooking a meal. I mean, they're multitaskers, but still for us as men who are compartmentalized, we see that as rude. So I think it's really honoring to uh, just put the phone down and talk. When I meet with people, I try to put the phone face down. Mm -hmm. 
And that way, I because I have a hard time focusing. So, hey, I want to get into something very similar to your man law tonight or today. I want to talk about something. This came out of Michael Thompson's podcast and his book, The Heart of a Warrior. And in that book, he he had a small section. It was pretty obscure. It wasn't worth really diving into during the, his podcast because it was a little bit off topic with his the two podcast episodes we had episodes we had with him. But he mentioned something in there, and I can't remember the subtitle in the book. But I'm calling this questions your wife needs you to answer. And 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 Thompson in his book, he dealt with that in the context of our wives' woundedness. So uh, the woundedness of your wife. Uh, Don Minter, uh, in the book he wrote with his wife, talks about uncovering your wife's brokenness. And I think this is really, really important. But generally speaking, and again, this is not speaking for all women, and I, I try not to speak for all women, but in general terms, I think we can get a good grasp of our uh, counterpart, uh, our counterparts, our our wives, by saying a couple things. And Thompson hits this in his book. There are four things our wife is asking us. Now realize she may not be actually asking these things out loud, but she is asking these things. And if you're a young guy, start answering these questions so that she is secure in who she is. Because I don't know if you know this, guys. Women have a, a gland that we men don't have called the security gland. And that will flare up if certain things happen or do not happen. And so I want to help you to keep that, that security gland that she has always very, very healthy. So she's asking you four questions. And here they are. Are you ready? First question she's asking is this. Do you see me? Now, I know when she walks out of the bathroom naked in the morning, you see her. Mm. That's not what she's asking. Uh, in the movie Avatar, there's a scene where they, I don't know, the, the Marine guy and the, the Avatar woman, I don't even know, but she's, she says to him, I see you. And what she's saying is, I see something in you beyond your physical appearance. And your wife is saying that to you. She's saying, do you see me for who I really am inside? Do you know me? That's why we put the phone down and we listen so we can understand and hear the heart of our wife. Do you know my heart? Do you understand what's going on inside of me? In fact, I'm not perfect at this, but I know Shanna so well. A tone of voice or body language or any little thing she says, I'm like, okay, I I know what's going on right now. And She won't even know it because a lot of times women can't identify the feelings because they have so many feelings going on. But as a man who's been with one woman for so many years, I can identify a lot of the issues that she's going on because I know her. I know her heart. I know her frustrations. I know a lot of times her anger that she projects outward towards me is not about me at all, but it's something deeper inside. So do you see me? She needs to know that you see her. Second thing, guys, she wants to know this. Am I beautiful to you? In other words, do I look good to you? I mean, if I had a dime for every time my wife walked out of the bathroom and I made a comment you know, or, or had to fall asleep touching her, you know, touching her, just having my hand on her hip or being in contact with her. Just, you cannot say to your wife enough times she is beautiful because your wives, it's funny, they can remember a lot of things, but wives typically forget this one thing. Do you think I'm pretty? <laughs> they forget that. You can tell them an hour ago and they forget it. And so I think it's so important for us to tell our wives constantly, you're so beautiful. Look, you're on my you're my home screen on my phone. You're my lock screen on my phone. You're beautiful. I can't stop staring about. I can't keep my eyes off you. And they need to know that in your world, 
She is the queen and the most beautiful person on the planet. I cannot overstate that enough or too often to Shanna. It's just an inherent. I've never had a wife, a man tell me, you know, my wife told me the other day, I don't need you to tell me I'm beautiful. You told me once we were married, and I believe it still. <laughs> they need to know all the time. What do you think about that? Is that truth, Dale? <laughs> yeah. Nah. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. And and you have daughters. So uh-huh. to me, oh, I mean, yeah. my little granddaughter, I tell her all the time, you're yeah. strong, you're beautiful. beautiful. Like She was standing up, like straddling the couch in the our ottoman, and she's like, ah, strong, Papa. I'm like, you're strong, you're beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus loves you, I love you. I mean, I just say it, right? And your mm-hmm. daughters, they need to know I'm beautiful, right? I'm enough. Talk to me. I, I just said that to my middle one yesterday. She was heading off to go. We work with youth. And I stopped and I went, man, you look beautiful, Hannah. And she had this weird smile on her face. She's like, thank you. <laughs> and headed out the door. So important. It's so important. Gosh, because, you know, because someday. They do you forget it. They have well, amnesia. And they're going to be married someday. Mm-hmm. And you want that man, you want to raise the bar high, right? Yeah. So they'll walk into that marriage going, my daddy told me he loved me every day. Oh, boy, you better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. third thing that my wife needs to hear, third thing that women need to hear, third question that you need to answer before she asks it is this, do you want me? In other words, do I appeal to you? In other words, do you enjoy and want to enjoy my body? Do I arouse you sexually? Now, I realize that we all are given different sex drives, and generally speaking, as I talk to men all the time, Generally speaking, men have a stronger sex drive than women. And oftentimes she may tell you no, or oftentimes she may be tired, or oftentimes there may be something going on, or, or she, you know, she has her menstrual cycle. But she needs to know, not only does she need to know that you see her for her heart, that she's beautiful to her, but that beauty translates over to desire, that you desire her, you want her. She wants that she needs to know that you want her. So these are things you need to let her know. And so I know my wife will sometimes say, you're gross. Men are pigs, you know, type of this. But she says it with a yes. smirk, like, thank you. Thank you for wanting me. Uh, I, I realize that. Even in these recent days, she's had the, Shanna had the surgery in Mexico, that emergency surgery in Mexico. <laughs> and that was in mid-October. She came back and she's had another surgery, uh, uh, a polyp removal surgery at late December. And so it has really changed the way we do our sex life. <laughs> but I am still very clear. I want you. I desire you. Uh, you're beautiful. I want to be. I want to be close to your body. You know, and these are important to her. I know it's a little awkward, but I, I want to say things a lot of guys don't say because I want to speak truth to these younger guys and these older guys. Right? Your wife may be seventy years old. She's still asking the question. So, fourth question is this, and I think this is really important. And it's really important for men, too, because uh, Bill uh, Harley, in his book, His Needs, Her Needs, he cites this one as the f- second most important need of a man. And here it is. Do you like me? In other words, do you enjoy being around me? Do you want to be more than my lover and more than the, the man who just stares at my body? Do you want to be my best friend? And so uh, when we were first married, I didn't, I didn't, Uh, I married my wife. I was in love with my wife. She was my lover, the wife of my children. But we did not do a lot together 
because she was raising the kids and I was working and she was at home. But as as we've fought for our marriage and worked through it, she's really become my best friend. She's my companion. I want to take her everywhere I go. Uh, man, I just love being around her, and I just need to tell her that often. Man, I I just I tell her I love her. I don't say I like you, but I call her my person. You're my person. You're my person. You're the one person that God has for me after my kids leave, after the grandkids leave, before before anybody else came along. You're my person. You're my companion. You're my partner. I love being around you. I like who you are. So I hope that helps you out, guys. Uh, she may not say that to you, but she's asking those four questions. And guys, be smart, be proactive, answer those questions before she asks them. So guys, you've been listening to the Man in the Arena podcast. We've got some amazing resources to help you on your journey to becoming your best version. So if you haven't done so yet, go and download our free Man in the Arena app. It has tons of resources designed to help you on your journey of manhood. And then also join the Men in the Arena closed Facebook forum for men. We've got men interacting from literally 85 countries around the world. We're in the middle of building another forum for men that will interact with your email account. So a lot of you guys uh, do not have Facebook and are saying, hey, we want to have a forum, so we're going to take care of you guys there. So, hey, guys, until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Answer the wives' questions. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world on our closed Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. In our passion to help all arena men, we're offering an excellent free resource when you visit our homepage at meninthearena.org. Simply give us your email, and we'll send you a free PDF version of Jim's book for men called The Field Guide a bathroom book for men. It's a daily study of manly words in the Bible explained with great stories. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Marina podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, thank you for joining men in the arena from around the world who are becoming their best version. And remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.